talks about the Indian, the halachas of Yoivel. Every 50 years, everything goes back to whoever owned it 50 years ago. That means that if you're selling something 10 years before Yoivel, you're selling a house, going to real estate 10, minutes be- 10 years before Yoivel, it's worth a fraction of what it would be worth 40 years earlier. You, go, you own it for 50 years, or you own it for 10 years. And they would actually write in the contract, depending on how much time there was to Yoivel, that's how much the sale was worth. That's how long you're getting it for, because when the time's up, it goes back to the owners, it goes back to whatever Nachalo is from. There's a tremendous lesson in that. And then the, the physicality, the physicalness of the world, when you go into Eretz Yisrael, you have to realize that nothing here really matters. You're not here for the land, you're not here for the fruit. What are you here for? So, Rajan tells us, but in the Pasuk, I'm bringing you there, Rashi tells us that if you, anyone who's in Eretz Yisrael, then I'm your God. Anyone outside of Eretz Yisrael, it's like they're serving Angelilim, Avoid the Zara. Why? Why do people leave Eretz Yisrael? For Parnassah. Archaim tells us, I'm not giving you Eretz Yisrael for Parnassah. Yes, it's the sweetest, it's the most delicious land that there is. But that's not why you're here. You're not here for the Gashmias. That's the lesson of Yoevil. Yoevil teaches us that nothing physical is everlasting. What is? Your relationship with Hashem. Here's an opportunity where I can put you in a land where you can focus on your relationship with me and then I will be. It's very, it's a very hard job to be able to live in a world and focus on their bonishlaim and not on everything that we're living in. The world we live in is physical. How do we do that? So this is where I think we can learn something from Hilchas Erevin. Erevin is very technical. We learned it out this week's parsha. We have uh, the Ori Levim had two thousand amos around it, and that's how we learn Tchumei Shabbos. Erev Tchumim, two thousand amos. What what lesson can you learn from Hilchas Erevin? So halacha is then an, a. Rishos Hayochid. The Rishos of that, of Rishos Hayochid goes from the ground, Arashamayim. Mamash, it goes all the way, all the way up. Rishos Harabim goes up 10 Tfachim. That's it. What's the lesson in that? You have to learn Gemara like a, like a, like a Baal Someone who makes his home into a private home, it's fenced in, this is my Rishos. And the Rabbim, the influences of, of the influences of the world, everything that's out there does not come in here. It's Yachid, it's Yechidi. Yechidi, Echad Yachid, Yuchad. It's private. Then it goes Arashamayim. Then it will go higher and higher, Leila, Leila, until it gets to the Echad Yachid, Yuchad. I had a Suda at a beautiful Yid's house last Shabbos in Yerushalayim. And he was telling me about the different Gedolim uh, articles that he had collected. So what are you talking about? He said, I have a pair of tzitzes from Avchayim Pechah Scheinberg. Tell me how he got those. I had to buy him a new pair. And he has a yarmulke from Avchayim Kanievsky Schlitter. So I was like, wow, how did he get his yarmulke? Like, did he not notice? So he said, I was... The opportunity came up that I was sitting in his home. The Gabayim had left. It was just me, the Rebetzin, and Avchayim was sleeping. Me and my sister, that's it. And... He already had this this idea of collecting like a piece, so it's like a souvenir from Gedalim. And he asked the Rebbe, "You know, maybe I can have if Rav Chaim has an old yarmulke that I could have." At first, he had no idea what he was talking about because that's a really strange thing to ask somebody. But she figured it out after a few t- a few tries, and she said, "Hang on a second. 
Eugene walked out towards there down the hall. And he, he didn't fully realize what was happening, so he followed her. And she went into the room where Rukhaim was sleeping. And he like walks in and he's like, oh my gosh, the Kadladar is lying there. He's sleeping, taking his, his, his whatever small naps he takes. And Revitzin Kanievsky, she went draw to draw, fidgeting around next. She found the yarmulke. And she's like looking at it, looking at Rav Chaim's. And she goes over to Rav Chaim, she takes off his yarmulke, puts on the newer one, and gives this yarmulke to, to this year. That was a crazy story. So let me ask you, is this a Rishas Yalva or Rishas Arabim? We know that the Kanievsky fridge was an open fridge. She essentially had a soup kitchen in her kitchen. Anyone who wanted anything, you walk in there, take whatever you want, it'll be replenished by the next day. But it was a Rishas HaYachid. Because it was a place that was just for the Shekhinah. This was a place where Hashem could say, I brought you here, I am here. That should be our goal. Our goal should be to be able to create a home, an environment that is not Rishas HaRabim, Rishas HaYachid, and that way we'll be able to go higher and higher and higher and be able to keep our focus on the Ruchni Yashabai and not on the 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 Zeis Chalavadvash and the pre Haaretz. Good job, it's...